Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Free Association. I think I've got a good Wi-Fi connection tonight, so I might be here for half an hour. You never know. It all depends on the Wi-Fi, really. But it's, it's excellent at the moment, so I'm, we're doing okay at the moment. So I'm going to see what's happening on YouTube and see if, see if John Campbell's put anything new up. I'll start there. So I like John Campbell. He he puts up good material. He's he's in favour of vaccines, which is unfortunate. But apart from that, I like his material. He's very honest and open, as you'd expect from a medical educator. So let's just see what there is on here. It usually comes up pretty quickly. But he hasn't hasn't so far, so let me search for him. Honestly, when you're wanting to find somebody, they don't come up. John Campbell, there we go. Alright, there's a debunk video on here. The Dishonest Rise of John Campbell. Right, let's let's watch it. Watch a bit of it at least. It's thirteen minutes, fourteen minutes long. John Campbell is a retired nurse who has a PhD in nursing education. He also has an extremely successful YouTube channel that mostly comments on COVID-related topics. If you look below the surface, you can quickly start to see that he is attracting a certain crowd with his videos. His comments section is full of anti-vaccine and conspiratorial sentiment. Indeed, his videos now pander to such views. But it wasn't always like this, so how did we get here? In 2007, John Campbell uploaded his first YouTube video. He started off giving lectures and hosted discussions about various medical topics. And it contains valves. And the valves point up the way like this. So in other words, they will let blood go from underneath to on top. But then when the blood tries to go from on top back down again, well, the valve stops it. So the valves in the veins will be doing this. Letting blood go from the periphery to the centre, but not from the centre back to the periphery. His training in nursing education made him an easy-to-listen-to lecturer that people could enjoy learning from, and his British accent and jovial demeanor didn't hurt either. 
Although he was producing solid lecture content, his channel was extremely slow to grow. In September of 2019, even after 12 years on YouTube, his channel was gaining about 1,000 subscribers per week and averaging about 75,000 views per week. Around that time, his videos on average were ranging from about one or 2,000 views to a couple tens of thousands of views, with the occasional video blowing up every now and then. This started to change a lot when SARS-CoV-2 and the COVID pandemic hit. I'm making videos talking about some of the basics of coronavirus biology and moving on to give COVID updates. His subscriber count saw a significant spike in growth. However, this growth would be short-lived as his channel would quickly go back to its pre-pandemic slow but steady growth. Although now his videos were consistently gaining hundreds of thousands of views. During this steady growth, he would continue to produce content saying things that were mostly reasonable. I do not discuss conspiracy theories with no data, because on this channel we, we do this. Right, but presented with evidence, then, that, then okay, we'll, we'll, have the, we'll have the evidence. But so far I haven't been. So I'm not even going to give them any airtime. Good to see <coughs> official government advice is being given. Um, but there's still a lot of anti-vax gobbledygook out there. Um, that is completely inconsistent with the science, inconsistent with national guidelines. After one of his videos about vitamin D broke the million view count, even I was asked if I was going to make a video debunking him on my channel. To which I responded with, not really, he seems fine. His content was never very in-depth, nor was it always totally accurate, but nobody in the science communication community was calling him a crank, and he seemed to be generating interest in science, which is always great to see. He would even have frequent guests on his channel, like Dr. Susan Oliver, to discuss the pandemic. But then something began to change quickly. One of the biggest pieces of what we now know to be false information during the pandemic in 2021 was the idea that ivermectin, a drug typically used to treat parasitic infections, was effective in treating COVID. At the beginning, this was not a crazy idea. It was worth investigating as a potential treatment, and investigated it was. We now have several randomized controlled trials showing that ivermectin just doesn't work against COVID, and the evidence for this has been building since the early days of claims of its efficacy. Right, I'm going to stop him there simply because there's loads of studies on ivermectin now that show that it does work, and uh, there's there's a few that say that it don't, it doesn't, but there's low, there's a an equal number, if not more, that show that it does. So I'm not, not even going to continue with this because it's going to turn into just garbage. All right, I'm gonna I'm just gonna let that go, and I'm gonna go into BitChute now. So I'm in conspiratorial mode. Although I'm trying to be careful not to not to be paranoid about stuff. I was just watching a, a video by Mike Adams. Mike Adams on the Jane Ruby show and Mike Adams on the Alex Jones show from yesterday. And I made a, a response video, just a six-minute kind of 
immediate response to what was being said, and obviously I'm very concerned about what he said. So I said I've said that in the response video, and because I did it quite quickly, and I didn't think too hard about it, and I posted it quickly, so it's it's gone up within a couple of hours of of the Mike Adams videos hitting BitChute. And it's, it's getting a good hit rate. I'm surprised at how many, many views I'm getting on it. I'm going to have a quick look now and just report back. It's been up about 45 minutes. So this will give you an idea. So 55 views in 45 minutes. So I think that that's pretty good going. It's much better than not my normal videos get. Most of the time my videos get maybe 30 or 40 views in the first couple of hours. But this one's this one looks like it's going to get a few more hits than that. And uh, I don't know whether that's not even worth playing. I might play it at some point, but uh, it's easier just to talk about it. I'm astonished at how many views it's getting, so I keep hitting, hitting my channel name to, to look at the stats because I'm amazed at how many views it's getting. So I'm sitting here watching BitChute statistics, which is just a ridiculous thing to do. Well... Yeah, it's, a, it's one or two views every minute. Let's have a look at how long it's been up now. Bitchute tells you in minutes how long the videos have been up. From Oops, I don't really want to, want to start, so it'll, it'll log another view for that, which is cheating a little bit, but... There's only half a dozen of these on me. It just it says eighteen fifty six. I put it up, so it's now twenty forty four. That's Universal Time, so that's GMT, and we're on BST. So so it's forty five minutes. Or 50 minutes it's been up so it is literally one view per minute at the moment and I'm still on the front page of BitChute I think that might be why let me just double check that yeah I'm still on the front page of BitChute so there'll be about another another 15 minutes or so and then it'll lose lose its thing on the front page. But I posted one about three hours ago and that didn't get anything near as many hits. We have a look at that. And that was right next door to the Mike Adams Jane Ruby video. It was literally the next video along.
Right, I don't know where it is now, but it, ah, there it is. So that one's got 34 views in three hours, so you can see the difference. So the response video's got far more hits. Far, far more hits. So I'm going to do more response videos, I think. Just because I can. And because it's working for me, so why not? And it's only short, it's only six minutes. So my videos tend to be short anyway. Obviously the podcasts tend to be, some of them are under 10 minutes, some of them are half an hour. I don't tend to do more than about 45 minutes. I try to stay under 45 minutes because my attention span is uh, limited to about that. So I kind of assume that everybody else's is as well. So I prefer short and to the point audio and short and to the point video anyway that's enough for me rambling i think that's probably enough for now but uh it's a, it's a good thing to know it's a good thing to know and i'll see you i'll see you later on